Welcome back to another episode of Dystopian Worlds. To start, we're going to hear from Mason and Naquan talking about Allegiant and Uglies. Welcome to Dystopian Worlds. I'm Mason Saro, and we are discussing dystopian books and the laws in them. I'm reading Allegiant by Victoria Roth. I'm Naquan Allen, and I'm reading Uglies by Scott Westerfield. So, what are some of the laws or rules that are unique to your dystopian society? All of the teenagers and normal-looking people are called ugly, and they're, and they're discriminated against by the pretty people. Well, that's very interesting. What about your, your book? In my book, um, this is it's the third book in the series, and in the last book, it was um, revealed that the whole city that this is taking place in is an experiment, and the people outside that are running the experiment need help. And there's a wall separating them and the laws that they cannot cross the wall to go help people. How, how does your character deal with the conflict? Well, they just completely disregard the rules and they leave the wall even though they're not supposed to and they go and help the people outside. So what about you? Do your people, um, the characters in your book, follow the rules? No, they run away and go to the other side of the world. What makes your book a dystopian novel? It is, um, the world outside the wall is in ruins, and everyone is in chaos, and there's wars taking place everywhere. What about you? What makes your book a dystopian novel? Because all the normal-looking people are called ugly, and there's discrimination against those people. Would you like to live in a world just like that? Uh, no, I wouldn't, because I, I wouldn't want to be discriminated against just for what I look like. Yeah, it makes sense. What about you? you No, I wouldn't want to live in a world where I can't help even if I wanted to because, I mean, it's just in my nature that I would want to help somebody. We started exploring dystopian novels and the laws in them. I'm Mason Saro. I'm Daquan Allen. Thanks for joining us. Come back next time on Dystopian Worlds. All right, Trayvon and Brady, tell us about The Uglies and The Giver. Hello, it's it's Brady here and Trayvon. And on dystopian worlds, and today we'll be discussing the rules and regulations of the societies in our books, The Giver by Lois Lowry and Uglies by Scott Westerfield. What, what is unique to our dystopian novel, and do, do we agree or disagree? Explain. The book I've been reading, which is Uglies by Scott Westerfield, in the book, the society is separated into different groups and categories. Mm-hmm. So basically, since they're separated into different groups and categories, each group has their own specific city, and you can't go into the other people's city. Okay. So I don't agree with that rule because I feel like they should be able to integrate into each other's societies and communities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. In my in my dystopian novel, The Giver, often only can have four people, and they can only have two kids: one boy, one girl. The kids, they didn't give birth to their kids. The kids were assigned to the parents, and the elders chose the jobs for the kids. And I thought that that wasn't right because I feel like the, the parents should choose when they have kids and if they have kids. And then the kids should also choose their jobs when they're what because you want to do what you love and what you like for your rest of life, for the rest of your life. So you don't want people assigning jobs to you. So the parents don't get to choose whether they get kids or not. They just kind of give. Yeah, they just they just assign kids to them. So I have a question. How do you believe you would act if you lived in the society in your book? Um, I I probably just go with the flow 
but I, I, I wouldn't like it at all. I wouldn't agree with all all the policies there, but I I just have to live with it because you can't change them. Um, same with you. How would you live if you had to live in that so if you had to live in that society? Well, like you said, I probably would just go with the flow. It I think it depends on whether you are born into that society or not. Because if I experienced the society I'm in today and then had changed to that society, then I wouldn't agree with it. But I feel like if I was born into it, I would just be like, oh, this is how everything works. It's supposed to be like this. Yeah. Would you be willing to break any of the rules of the dystopian society? So, because of how I am, probably yeah. not. Because mm -hmm. I like to follow rules. Yeah. Even if I don't agree with them. Yeah. Um... So, my question for you is, what overall structure do you believe the society in your book is trying to create? Um, I think it's a, an equal society, so everyone's equal, and no one has, like, more or less kids or more or less money, and, or, like, no, not all the kids go to work at this job, they're all distributed to each kid, so I think they're trying to make an equal society between everybody, so there's no chaos or fights or there's peace um same with you what kind of structure is your society trying to build so i feel like mine's is more of a social structure because like i said it's split into different it's split into two different groups which is uglies and pretty so i think it's kind of just trying to make a social structure mm -hmm. and my last question is for you could you see the events in the book happening in real life no, I don't. I don't think they would assign kids to adults, and I don't think the elders could choose the kids' jobs at all. I, I think I don't, I don't think that would ever happen. And same with you. Well, um, do you see any of these events happening in real life? Partially, but not all the way. I could see like people getting surgery to make themselves look yeah. better, because that's what's happening in the book. But. I don't really think they would split this society into two different parts. Yeah, but it's not, I, I don't think the, the, um, like the government would split them, but I think society would split them. Cause you know how society splits different groups. I think, I think it's uh, society that splits the different groups based on what you think and how you believe. Unless you say society would make a difference, but the government wouldn't. No, I don't think the, gov I don't think the government would ever like, split something. I think society splits the groups based on their uh, preferences and liking and beliefs. Well, it seems like that's all the time we have for today. today. Thanks um, for listening to Dystopian Worlds. And please don't forget to check out Uglies by Scott Westerfield and, and The Giver by Lois Lowry. Uh, join us next time with Brady and Trayvon. See you next time. Let's hear about Shatter Me, an animal farm from Amaya and Jessica. Hey guys, welcome to our pack podcast, Dystopian Worlds. My name is Amaya. 
And I'm Jessica. Today, I'm going to be talking about My Book Chatted Me by Tahere Maffey. And I will be talking about Animal Farm by George Orwell. So in my book, everybody has to be perfect and equal, but by doing this, we need to destroy things. But I kind of disagree with these laws because it, has no, it means that no human being is perfect and you can't make them perfect. So by destroying things, you only ruin the habitat you're living in, which is pretty dumb on your part. So you well, I know. That's well, so smart. In my book, Animal Farm, the animals can actually talk, and they explain how... What type of animals? Well, the, the animal that basically explains all of this and explains how man is evil is a big boar that can, ta- <laughs> that can talk. A big boar? Yes. Are they smart? Like in real life? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought, they, I thought it was the monkeys. No, it's the pigs. <laughs> Okay, so basically, he explains how man has made evil in this world. I agree. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) And they explain how humans are always taking from the animals. In a way, I do. We do. In a way, I do agree with this perspective, although I am somewhat a part of it because, for example, humans take milk from the cows, as the book mentions. I mean, but that's why I grow up. I want to be vegetarian. I know because I just feel so bad eating these animals. Like they got nothing to me. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, so I have some questions for you about my book. You have to answer them. Okay. So the main character, her name is Juliet, and knowing that everybody has to be perfect and equal, how do you think Juliet feels about all of this? She probably doesn't agree with it. Yeah, she doesn't. She's like, hey, everyone. <laughs> okay, and where do you think Julia is? Because she um, she is in this... I can't tell you because I mean the, it's a question, but she's in this place. And, like, they locked her up somewhere. It's like, where is that? Because she's not perfect. In some kind of, like, jail where they try to fix her? It's kind of like an asylum? Asylum? Asylum. Yep, so I said. That's pretty crazy. (laughs) I know. And my last question is, do you you think Juliet wants to escape? And if she does, do you think that she can't escape? Um, hi. I'm I'm assuming probably yes, because, you know, that's how things usually go in books. So, <laughs> how do you, how do you think she can escape? Um, maybe she can kind of pretend she's she's kind of better about being perfect or something. What I've like done that. is, you know, I've already read the whole book, so <laughs> <laughs> so like she has like these crazy superhuman powers that she could like punch a door and it like goes off its hinges and goes everywhere. Whoa! And like the person that kidnapped her is in love. Okay, I actually have some questions for you as well about your book. About my book? Yes, about your book. Oh my god, I'm gonna answer these questions. (laughs) Okay. Which character can you relate to most right now and why? In my book? Okay. So I think I can relate to Juliet because she's kind of like in a sense to where she has to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I feel sometimes. Like, I have to be absolutely perfect. And if I make one mistake, then I'll, like, get to my nerves. Because I just want to be perfect. I want everybody to be proud of me. And that's probably what Juliet is feeling. So she's probably, like, really sad and just... She just wants everybody to love her for who she is. And nobody will. So she's kind of going crazy. Well, all right. (laughs) Um, My next question is, what would you say is the main idea of your book from what you've read? Mm. 
like the, the kind of moral of the story. The moral? I don't think it really has that much of a moral, but I think that all of these people, all these people are trying to, are trying to, in a sense, make the world perfect. So I guess they're kind of saying the world can't be perfect without consequences or something like that. Yeah. Or maybe it's like, Juliet, maybe it's you don't have to be absolutely perfect. Well, let me know who you are. I'm not, I'm not completely sure. Alright. I did some research about her and I realized that the author, Tahereh Mafi, she's actually Iranian-American. Like, well, and then I looked her up, she was so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, my author, George Orwell, was actually an English novelist born in India, which is pretty, pretty interesting. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> not India, <laughs> not, not India. <laughs> okay, so today we talked about Shatter Me, which is really good. I really like that book, you should, you should read it. An Animal Farm by George Orwell. Some laws that take place in our book for the dystopian society. Thanks again for tuning in to Amaya and Jessica broadcast, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Erin and Charlotte, tell us about Animal Farm and The Giver. Welcome to Dystopian Worlds Podcast. I'm Erin, and I'm reading Animal Farm by George Orwell. I'm Charlotte, and I'm reading The Giver by Lois Lowry. Today we will be discussing the rules and laws unique to our dystopian societies. The rules in my book would be the Seven Commandments in George Orwell's Animal Farm would be whatever goes upon two legs is an enemy, whatever goes upon four legs or has wings is a friend, no animal should wear clothes, no animal should drink alcohol, no animal shall sleep in a bed, no animal shall kill any other animals, and all animals are equal. The rules in my book, The Giver, are every family unit has one boy and one girl child. Um, you get different artifacts at, at each age. Um, every night you have to share your feelings with your family. You can't brag, you can't lie, um, and uh, you have to share your dreams. So, Aaron, do you agree with the laws in your book? Um, not really, but I mean, like, I feel like they're fair. No, Shirley, what about you? Um, I agree with most of these laws because they seem fair. It keeps the community organized and teaches healthy expression of emotion. How do you feel about a government-controlled society? I don't 100% agree with that because I don't like the fact that you have no freedom and that you're controlled about everything that you do. Does absolute power corrupt absolutely? Um, I think that's a big question to answer. I don't completely disagree with a government-controlled society because I think in today's world we're already um, sort of watched and controlled a little bit, and I think it helps society run smoothly. <laughs> I disagree because if the government goes corrupt or something, then all of it would be ruined, including <coughs> all of the lives that the government was being watched and taken care of by. Do you think there should be rules like these in current society? I agree with Charlotte's rules about how you can't brag and boast, and I, I kind of like how you have to share any, everything and be honest. It'll let you be like a more open family. I don't like how you can only have two children, though. It kind of seems unfair and too regulated for like personal freedoms. Do you think that all animals are equal that sh and that they cannot drink alcohol and that they cannot sleep in a bed is like fair to them? I think those rules are pretty fair for animals, but since the animals represent humans, um, it seems kind of too regulated. Um, I do agree with not killing 
other animals and that everyone is equal. But I think things like sleeping in a bed and drinking alcohol and wearing clothes are unreasonable expectations. How can you relate personal life to the novel? Like, do you find any similar rules? Um, I do. Sometimes I would like to share with my family, like, stuff about my day when I get home. Which of the other stuff I really don't worry about because, like, I'm not even old enough to have any children. So. Okay. Does your book have any symbolism? So far, I haven't noticed any direct connections to real life. Um, I think it symbolizes how government likes to control things, but it's not really for a specific situation, like Animal Farm is. What about you? Where in my book, it relates to Stalin and Stalinism and communism. Today, we discuss the societies in Animal Farm and the Giver. That is all for this episode, and we hope you enjoyed. See you next time. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Dystopian Worlds. See you next time.